Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to the Storytelling Lab, where we break down how to get to the heart of your story and the hearts of your audience to leave the greatest impact possible. And now here's your host, a filmmaker and competitive storyteller, Rain Bennett. What's up, my beautiful people? Welcome to another episode of the Storytelling Lab, where we help you break down the art and science of storytelling. My name is Rain Bennett. I am your host, and my job is to help you deepen your connections, increase your sales, and serve your audiences better. Every Monday morning, I send out a storytelling tip to my email subscribers, and I talk about how I have used it in my own storytelling for my clients and for myself, and I leave you with tangible advice on how you can apply it to your strategies. If this sounds like something that would interest you, go ahead and sign up for the newsletter at rainbennett.com slash weekly storytelling tips. Again, that's rainbennett.com slash weekly storytelling tips. This podcast is a Six Second Stories production. Six Second Stories is a video marketing agency that helps you tell heartfelt stories to maximize your impact in minimal time. Find out more about what we do at SixSecondStories.com. Hello, all my compelling storytellers out there. Welcome back to another episode of the Storytelling Lab. I am Rain Bennett, your host, And today is another solo episode with yours truly. In fact, it is the final solo episode and even the final episode of an amazing season five of the Storytelling Lab. Best season so far. We keep getting better and better. That excites me very much as the host and as a storytelling nerd. But today I wanted to talk a little bit about how we got here, how I got here, my story, if you will, and specifically how the way I serve the people who I serve, the people who I seek to impact, how that has really come into focus 
for me over the past year, especially with this year, with a lot of thinking that I've had to do in 2020 about where I want to go with my business and the show and who I want to serve and how. And it's really come into focus, laser sharp focus in recent months and weeks and days. And I'm just very, very excited about that. But I wanted to go back and talk about how I got here if you weren't familiar with my story. So as a storyteller, this is something that's always been a part of my life. I was writing horror stories in first and second grade. I was acting in in, in church and school musicals and theater. I watched a ton of television and movies as a kid. Uh, I knew I wanted to, to do something in this space, and I became a filmmaker very early on in my career. Like I just graduated school. I was already mentoring, uh, or not mentoring. I was being mentored by some documentary filmmakers and I just launched a freelance career and started my business right after graduating college. So I've been a storyteller in the sense of being a filmmaker for 15 years and even longer than that my whole life because I was always attracted to telling stories. I come from a long line of, of, of great storytellers. If you're at Christmas with, I mean, my family is so small, but having my mom and my brother and myself in the same room, it's like the same stories over and over and over again. We never get tired of them. They're always hilarious and, and amazing and over the top. And my wife laughs because she just sits back and watches us at the dinner table because we're all screaming over each other, not like arguing, but because we're so excited to like tell the next part of the story. So it's all always been something that's been in my heart. Now, the biggest story, my flagship story to date, I would say would be Raise Up the World is Our Gym. It's a film that I released. We, we licensed it to Red Bull. It's still available there on Red Bull TV. If you haven't seen it, it's for free. And it was a passion project, a story that I fell in love with, uh, birthed out of hip hop culture in the parks and playgrounds of New York City. And I literally just took my camera and a backpack and went around the world to document and tell the story of the people in this culture. I learned a lot of lessons the hard way, as they say. It took me more than five years. It was more like seven years. And since the idea popped into my head, the, the conception, the seed of the idea, it was about uh, uh, eight or nine years, to be honest. But from when I pressed record, it was 2012 to when we released it, 2017. So five years of working on the film. Very, very hard process. And when I came back, I was very happy. We won Best of the Fest at the Hip Hop Film Festival. We, we sold the film to Red Bull TV. I was able to pay back my investors and get out of credit card debt. So that was a huge win. And I was very, very happy with it. And I love the movie. I hope you check it out. But when I came back, I was like, okay, what now? You know, I got to start back at square one with another project. And I was just exhausted by that. And the thought of doing that again, well, it scared me. So I, I thought to myself, I need some alignment in my career. I need one thing to lead to the next. And I need all things to be tied together with a, with a common thread woven throughout them. Like each project that I do should be like one hand feeding the other, you know? And so I started thinking about like, okay, well, what skills do I have? What do I possess? And I had just learned a lot of new skills and learned a lot of lessons the hard way, as I said. At the same time, around 2016 and 17, I mean, social media had been out for a good 10 years or more, but really, you know, really about 10 years. And everyone had hopped on that train by that point. And so I saw this opportunity. 
I saw this gap that needed to be filled, but also an opportunity because a new market emerged of content creators. So there was so many people, entrepreneurs, content creators, just regular people, you know, some people that had got followings and became what we know now as influencers, people uh, that were starting a business or launching something, which we saw, we have seen so much more of now. There's so many more entrepreneur, entrepreneurs now. It's even become a sexy word than there was, you know, when I was in college. And small to medium business owners that know that social media marketing is so powerful and they need to do it. However, so many of those people aren't filmmakers, writers, and artists, and people who know how to create good content that speaks to the audience. And they also don't have the budget to go hire a big uh, ad or marketing agency. So there's this huge influx of people who need to create great content on a long-term scale, but they don't know how to do it. And they're struggling with a lack of time and money and resources. Like anybody who's trying to do something themselves, entrepreneurs, small to medium business owners, and solo uh, influencers or content creators. So I was like, that's a big audience that I think I could help. I'm not here to do Coca-Cola commercials or Doritos commercials or, or, or you know, uh, Nike commercials. They're, they already know how to be great storytellers. Here is a, a whole huge class of people who need to understand that it's not about the tools you use, but the stories that you tell and how you communicate clearly to your audience what value you're offering them. Now, this aligns with how I helped people in the fitness world. I always, I wasn't training pro athletes to be like all-star athletes. I was training beginners, people trying to get from zero to one or one to two, a, a woman, women who haven't been able to do pull-ups their whole lives. And I just teach them the right training exercises to get there. They just want to be able to like live a happy and healthy life. They're not trying to be, you know, pro athletes. So similarly, I was like, well, that's effectively the same type of person I can help in this storytelling and marketing space. People beginning their storytelling journey and just needing help getting from zero to one and one to two. I knew I could do that effectively. Now, before I could do that, I had to understand how to tell stories efficiently and effectively myself, not just one big story that takes five years to tell, right? Not just one big story that I have raised money to help me. I have a team of people helping me out with. And I, and I, like I said, I had five years to tell people can't do that if they're having to create stories in their everyday social media marketing messages. So, so I had to get better. So the first step in me getting better at telling stories was one, changing the story in my head that insecure voice in the back of your head, that imposter syndrome that's telling you that like you're not that good. You didn't work for a major ad agency. How can you help people tell their stories better, right? Or, you know, you barely got by the skin of your teeth with raised up and, and just made enough to break even. You're not an expert. Well, here's the thing. You got to reframe that. All you have to do is be a couple steps ahead of somebody to help them. Now, I've already identified that I want to help people that are beginning their storytelling journey. And I was way farther than they were. So, of course, I could help them. So, that was the first step was changing the story in my head. Secondly, I had to change the story that I told people. I had to change the story about what value proposition I had to offer, how I could help them, what problems I could solve for people. I had to effectively craft that story, develop that story, and then get used to delivering it. 
And then the third and final step I had to do was get used to telling stories every opportunity I had. Just keep working, keep practicing, 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 and getting better as a storyteller myself. So before I could make a practice of telling stories consistently, I had to face the fear, the demon that is the first monster. There was a lot of metaphors right there. That was the first monster that we face when we need to tell our authentic true stories. It's hard. It is hard. I had to learn how to be vulnerable and authentic and tell my real stories and lean into that. I had already worked on changing that narrative in my head, that story in my head, but now I had to focus on the courageous step of telling the truth about yourself. So the first thing that I did, I started going to Toastmasters. Only went to a few sessions, but working on telling my true stories out in person. The next thing I did was go to a storytelling competition, the Monty. It's like the Moth or any of these other live storytelling competitions, but it's local here to North Carolina. And I told a story that was very, very difficult for me to share. I had to be very, very vulnerable. It was about my father who was an alcoholic and and abused us, but abused my mother. And it was a story about when I realized that was going on and I realized my father was an alcoholic and I was five years old and I told that story and you could hear a pin drop. I heard an audible gasp when I had a certain reveal and I won that storytelling competition. My my first story slam ever, I won it and I was so scared. I was searching for the door when I was there waiting for my turn to be called. My wife calmed me down and I told the story and I won. Then I told another incredibly difficult story to tell publicly, but not just to a few hundred people at the Monty audience published in the Huffington Post for the world to see, which made the the front page of Yahoo, went viral. And it was about uh, my interracial relationship and being from the South and when when those those things started to bump heads and preconceived notions that my family might have had about who I was going to marry and confronting these deep-seated issues in the South. And I wrote, wrote about it publicly. This is something I went through with, with my mom and had to discuss, and it was it was murky waters that we had to trudge through. And I put it all out there in the Huffington Post for the world to read and judge. Extremely difficult. However, extremely liberating, and it unlocked a few things for my next step. It then got me a job at a local publication, chapelboro.com. If you aren't uh, familiar or aware, I have a weekly column there on Wednesdays called Right as Rain, and I completely show behind the curtains and my process of working through what I'm trying to work through in order to help the people that I'm trying to help. I show them all the missteps that I take, the things that I learn every week on weekend and week out. I show, you know, the missteps that I take and things that I've learned along the way. So that leaning into vulnerability and authenticity started to pay off for me. Then I had to get used to seeing opportunities every day, every minute for stories and, and, and telling them as often as I could. That meant journaling every day. That meant uh, uh, using storytelling in my Instagram uh, and Facebook posts. That meant my email newsletters. That meant in person. As much as I could, I need to understand what a story floating out there in the world looks like, a potential story that I wanted to tell. And the only way for me to do that was to keep practicing and realize that, hey, that that driving my kid to school moment was a story that was just as powerful as the story about my alcoholic father abusing my mom. It can be just as powerful if you're able to see that opportunity and tell it in the right way. 
So then I started a marketing company, Six Second Stories, to help uh, companies and nonprofit organizations tell their heartfelt human stories using short form video, really leaning on the storytelling element. That's what I provided for them. And then I started, especially this year, I started coaching people one-on-one, story coaching, because we couldn't do a lot of speeches this year. You know, all the live events were canceled. I wasn't doing workshops. I wasn't traveling as much for video production. So I started offering people one-on-one coaching sessions. And that is where I really started to learn the problems that everybody was going through. All of the people, no matter what they did, what type of life they tried to live, what type of business they were in, whatever their purpose was, they were all suffering from the same handful of things. They were struggling with the fear of telling their story and being vulnerable. They were struggling with understanding what makes a good story and how can I see this small event in my day and turn it into a good story that will help somebody or impact somebody. And so as I did this more and more, I started realizing that just this one-on-one sessions, they were great and they were super impactful and they helped me grow so much. They helped me become better at my job, but they were limiting because there's only but so many hours in a day. So what I wanted to do, what I want to do, what I'm doing right now, I wanted to bottle up what I do as a service because I know that there are is a much larger audience than I originally thought that are suffering from this. I wanted to bottle up the things that I am great at, what I help these story coaching clients through. I wanted to put that in a package into a product that I could sell because all people are struggling with this. People need to heal. People need to to progress. People need to move forward. People that are in a transition. So I made a goal to transition my business from 100% service-based to a product-based business model to achieve the same purpose that I initially had, which was to help people make connections, grow their communities, sell their products, raise their funds through telling stories, to make, but to make human connections. Now I'm understanding that I'm helping people heal So I wanted to make this transition so my business was about 20% service-based and I could really focus on the projects and clients that fully aligned with my purpose and not have to just take jobs just because they're paying off my expenses. And then the other 80%, I wanted to be products that I provided that solved the issues that I see so many of these people solving that are trying to heal, that are trying to connect and grow communities, that are trying to transition or move forward or get better. It's the same handful of psychological issues. So I made it a goal. This has been a really, really tough year, but I made it to a goal to at least release one product. I wanted to release my first product that would help people achieve those things through storytelling. And this product specifically targets people that I see struggling with the same two issues. One, they don't understand story structure and the essential elements that are needed for any great story. And if they did, they would see opportunities all day, every day to tell stories, not just one big grand story, but little stories that can move people to action. And then two, setting up a routine practice, a consistent practice so they get better and better and better like I did. You have to work that muscle. So we have released a storytelling workbook for beginners. 
It's a journal. It allows you to tell up to 100 stories by giving you the prompts and the questions that you must ask yourself to create great stories that are going to move your audiences to action. There are four main parts, people, problem, purpose, and platform. And within those four parts, there are questions that you must ask yourself and you must answer before you can tell your stories effectively. I know that this would help a lot of you. I know the struggles that people are going through when it comes to telling their authentic stories. I believe in you. And this is why I'm creating products like this to help you. It is less than $10. If you don't have $8.99 for this, you can download the worksheet that the that the workbook is made up of for free on my website, rainbennett.com. It's yours. But if you want to keep them all together in one place and you want to have them printed out, it's like I like to hold them and see them and go back to that all in one book, 100 stories, then it's here for you. A storytelling workbook for beginners, my first product. Thank you for joining me on this journey. But more importantly, I want you to start yours. And I will be here along for the ride to help you. So get out there and start telling your stories because the world is waiting for them. My name is Rain Bennett. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed that episode, do us a favor and subscribe to the podcast. If you're already a subscriber and you're enjoying the show, give us a review and let us know the value that you've gotten from it. We love to hear from our listeners and learn about the benefits that they're getting from the show. That's what fuels us and that's what fuels the show. And if you've already subscribed and you've already reviewed it and you think there's someone else that would benefit from listening to this show, please, please share it with them. The more we grow, the more we can help you grow and that's what we're here to do. Join us next time on the Storytelling Lab. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.